You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. Today we're talking about allocating funds from the American Rescue Plan. Joining LISAC's Legislative Director Ryan Gregoire is Shimon County Executive Chris Moss. Shimon County was given over $16 million in funding from the American Rescue Plan, and the County Executive has released a spending plan proposal using data collected from a survey for county residents. You'll hear more about the survey and details on the funding allocation during the conversation. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's County Conversations podcast. My name is Ryan Gregoire. I'm the Legislative Director for the New York State Association of Counties. Uh, This week, I have the pleasure to be joined by Shimon County Executive Chris Moss. County Executive Moss has joined us today to talk about the American Rescue Plan and how Shimon County is looking to deploy uh, these federal resources. County Executive, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Great, so why don't we uh, just start off by setting the stage for our listeners and telling them a little bit about Shimon County. You know, um, do you have any cities in Shimon County? What's the population? What what does your budget look like on an an average year? Oh, certainly our budget's a little over 200 million a year. Uh, We have one city, the city of Elmira, uh, several towns and villages, uh, approximately 412 square miles. Um, our, our, we have uh, we have some manufacturing, we have some farming, a lot of small business operators. Um, obviously, we're in the southern tier of New York, so uh, right in the- um, but that's kind of the demographics of, of Shimon County. Great, great, and and also just for background for our listeners, you know, the American Rescue Plan um, provided counties across the nation sixty-five point one billion dollars in federal assistance, uh, you know, to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. And that uh, both came in the form of direct assistance to counties, but then there was also a bunch of other programs uh, that the legislation included additional appropriations for that uh, will eventually trickle through communities as well. But we're really focused today on the direct aid uh, that's coming to counties. And speaking of which, you know, Shimon County uh, will be receiving, they haven't received their full allocation because it'll be coming in two different tranches. But when this is all set and done, Shimon County will be provided a little over $16 million. Can you describe for us, County Executive, what the size of investment means for the county? Have you ever seen something like this from the federal government? No, we haven't. I mean, we had a tobacco settlement maybe 15 years ago or so, but not in this size. And, you know, uh, probably one of the best things, Ryan, is this is coming directly from the federal government. So often there's, you know, so much red tape when the money comes from the state to the counties. But here, um, it's been a pretty smooth transition for the federal government, not normally dealing with local municipalities. So number one, it's great that we're getting that direct funding uh, from the U.S. Treasury Department. So we have received half of that $16 million, And I actually just uh, submitted my plan to the legislature a couple of days ago. Yeah, that that's... That's right. Um, and, and most counties throughout the state are, are kind of in a similar position as you, although uh, I, would, I would venture to say that Shimon County is a little farther along in, in your process. Um, can you give us, before we talk about your plan, County Exec, can you give us a sense um, about how the COVID-19 pandemic impacted your revenues and how did you have to make any adjustments to your budget to, uh, you know, 
to deal with the pandemic and the and the effects of uh, what that meant for the for the county and the community. Certainly, you know, like several counties throughout New York State had to do and county executives had to do last year, uh, we froze purchases, uh, we froze hiring. Uh, fortunately, we didn't have to lay anybody off. Um, but you know, when you do those things, there's roads that couldn't be paved, equipment that couldn't be purchased. Um, there's a lot of departments that waited uh, that were hoping to backfill positions for retirements. And you know, those things just didn't happen. We offered an early retirement incentive in order to downsize our workforce because obviously you're, you know, you're driving cost of any municipalities, normally your, your employees. So, you know, we did all those things, uh, but we do have a nursing facility. We do have an airport. So we sustained, uh, you know, big losses there. So at the end of the day, our budget director has done a fabulous job and we've estimated a revenue loss between 15 and $16 million. Wow. So at the end of the day, you'll be able to use the entire ARP, the ARPA funds, to cover that lost revenue and, and really make investments in your community through that, uh, through that tranche of eligible uses. We were. We were very fortunate. So we want to leverage those funds to make improvements to all areas, you know, you know throughout the county. But, you know, we also, uh, we have a great work relationship with the city of Elmira. They received $28 million. So, you know, we met with them periodically to make sure that we weren't going to be spending our funds in the same areas and just have a coordinated effort. So um, it, it's been working. It, it's been working well, but I mean, it's been a challenge. Um, one of the things you see is uh, because we were able to estimate that revenue loss, we're able to really, you know, utilize our funds maybe in a wider scope uh, than a municipality that wasn't able to. So for instance, right here in Shimon County, the city of Elmira established a $2.5 million revenue loss yet received 28 million. So, right. you know, they're not as free to spend that money in some areas that we're going. So the public asked, well, why did the county do this versus the city did this? Well, the city wasn't able to do some of the things we were able to do. So, I mean, just uh, the logistics of the overall ARP and how you can spend it and so forth. It's a, it's a long conversation with the residents so that they understand. Yeah. Speaking of that, you know, you had, uh, well, one, you're, you've been a staunch champion for local businesses throughout the pandemic. And, you know, one thing that uh, here at NYSEC that we've really realized is how much uh, energy you've put in to the local business community in Chemung County and trying to help them. But in addition to that, you know, we, we also uh, saw that you launched a survey to county residents asking them to weigh in on priorities for this funding. How did you go about uh, choosing the questions to include. And, and for that matter, you know, speaking of the interaction with the business community, what was the reception from, from your local business community? What, what did they see uh, as priorities for the county? So, you know, like uh, many county executives throughout the state, um, I attend, we have here some of your economic growth meetings where the businessmen are all members. So those types of meetings. So, and, you know, I don't care if I'm out at lunch speaking to somebody. So the survey was one component that we used to come up with how we wanted to spend the money. So, you know, we spoke with municipal leaders. We spoke with business leaders. Uh, we had the survey. We looked at our own internal capital needs. So every year in our budget, we have a five-year capital needs assessment. If you look at that capital needs assessment, I mean, you're looking over $3 million of projects over the next five years, only because um, our, our water system um, is shot here in Chemung County. We're right in the middle of a $160 million project to uh, upgrade our sewage system. So, I mean, there's a lot going out, but if I take that $150 million out, it still left me, you know, with a huge amount that $16 million. It's really, you know, I don't want to say it's a drop in the bucket, but at the end of the day, it's 7% of our operating budget. 
Um, so it's not gonna go real far. So to try and prioritize what we need to do for the county residents uh, and what we can do is very important. Um, so the survey questions basically came from, you know, speaking with the business community, um, speaking with other municipalities and so forth, and some interesting responses percentage-wise to some of the questions we asked. Yeah, can you, can you tell us um, a little bit about the maintenance of infrastructure? You just mentioned how much of a need is out there to improve, you know, water infrastructure, sewer infrastructure, certainly uh, together with the County Executives Association and the Association of Counties, we're urging the federal government to pass, um, you know, a, another bipartisan infrastructure deal that's working its way through Congress now. But you identified um, a little over $9 million, about 55% of your American Rescue Plan funds for the maintenance of infrastructure. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about what you expect to, what kind of projects you expect to use that allocation for? Certainly, we have uh, some major parks here in Chemung County, like any community does. Uh, we have uh, Harris Hill, the National Soaring Museum. Um, we have our county fairgrounds, and then we have uh, uh, we have Park Station in Erin, New York, which is a big camping center with a man-made lake and so forth. Uh, but you know, a lot of the buildings on these properties are de deteriorated over the year because because they just weren't properly maintained. So I mean from pavilions to blacktopping at the National Soaring Museum, for instance, the runway has been blacktopped in several years. It's been patched, patched, patched. It's to the point mm -hmm. now where it needs to be repaved. I mean, that's a $300,000 project right there. Um, everything from pylon replacements to looking at the pool. Uh, we have a pool at Harris Hill that, uh, you know, it's 30 years old. So there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of internal projects that we need to work on. Our district attorney's office has outgrown its current space years ago. So we've been looking to maybe uh, find new space for the district attorney's office and move them to an area that uh, better fits their needs. Our 911 communication center is not next generation. Uh, we need to get them moved to a new location and there's a lot of equipment that goes with that. So internally we have infrastructure needs, that, you know, this will definitely help. So what we plan on doing is I believe taking 3 million in 2022, 23, 24, 9 million over that three years and try and you know insert that into our capital needs assessments program, uh, which will also be supplemented by county tax dollars. Yeah, that's great. So you're taking these federal resources and uh, doing exactly what the intent of the legislation was, which, which is making investments uh, in your community for the, for the long-term. And to your point, all these capital projects, you know, they're useful life, is going to outlive, you know, the duration of the American Rescue Plan, which is, which is, which is excellent. I mean, that's what the fund is designed to do. Yeah, you know, we we met with the municipalities. We told them just be careful hiring people. Be careful utilizing this money that you're going to need money for when the money runs out, when it's gone, when it's spent by 2024. So sure, would I like to add 25 employees to my? Uh, we have approximately a thousand employees. Uh, sure, I'd like to, but you know what? Long term, it just doesn't make fiscal sense of for our county anyway. So we're not going to be hiring anyone. You know, we really looked at uh, pay bonuses too, which is an acceptable expenditure under the ARP, but you know, with a thousand employees, you know, you did have, we did have employees who certainly made a difference during the pandemic. We have single rate employees that never received overtime and came in on Saturdays, Sundays without, you know, batting an eye. So, but it's tough when you get unions involved and so forth, you know, so uh, the plan I submitted to the legislature doesn't include bonuses for employees, um, but you know what, hopefully we'll be able to take care of them during contract time. But I think 
you really have to be, depending on whether you're a fiscal conservative or, or whatever, you have to be cognizant of how you spend this money and where are you going to be four years from now when this money is expended? How are you going to take care of anything new that you built? I mean, even moving the district attorney's office, we're taking into account what is the building maintenance going to be beyond the money we could spend with the ARP to heat it, to cool it? When's it going to need a new roof? I mean, all these logistics go into this, you know, these types of decisions that a lot of times the public doesn't understand that we are looking long term. No, absolutely. And, and you know, I think your peers across the state would, would uh, in large part agree with what, what you're trying to do here in Shimon County, which is, you know, th this is a one time once fund. It's not recurring appropriation from the federal government. So a lot of counties are in, the, in a very similar position. They're looking to uh, make one-time once investments, right? And that often yeah. often means, you know, capital improvements. Um, speaking of capital improvements, there's, your plan earmarks um, some money for incubator works. Can you tell us about this project? I think our listeners might be interested in hearing uh, why you felt maybe it was important to support this and what exactly incubator works is. Well, this is actually an initiative from the legislature. Um, obviously, uh, we met with them on multiple occasions about how to spend the money as well. And this is, uh, this is a project of theirs. What they'd like to see is an incubator works in the city of Elmira, uh, where people can go that want to create businesses, start up businesses, where they can get the right type of advice, where we can mm. send them in the right areas where funding may be available. You know, let's look at their performa. Let's make sure that they're, you know, they have a successful business plan. So we don't have that in Elmira right now. So the legislature thinks that might be very important. So we've teamed up with the city of Elmira. The city of Elmira has pledged funding towards this project along with the county. Um, so we'll work on, on that hopefully in the next year. So I think that it, it could be promising. Uh, you know, we looked at some incubator works uh, in Tompkins County and in other areas to see how they work, but um, we're going to give it a try and hopefully it'll be successful. Yeah, that's great. Another another innovative example of how counties are helping, you know, in unique ways to address some gaps that may exist in their in their community. But, you know, before we conclude here, um, are there any other areas of investment that you wish you were able to get to, but perhaps there wasn't enough federal funds to cover? I mean, certainly you brought up uh, sewer and water. Um, are there any other priorities on your agenda that you know, you're looking to engage with uh, maybe the federal government going forward on? I, I certainly hope so on their infrastructure bill. Now we set aside uh, $1 million of our 16 million uh, for broadband build out. Uh, here in, you know, a rural county upstate New York, uh, it's been a phenomenal over the last 18 months, you know, what a couple of our competitors that are building out the broadband have done. But we still have some areas in the remote section of the counties uh, in Benetton and Aaron, uh, you know, where folks don't have the internet. So, you know, now we're trying to focus on getting the internet out to them, what it will cost. So our plan with the ARP money is we'll match any municipality. So if we have someone that says, you know what, we have $50,000 towards it, the, the county will match it with 50. But I think we're gonna need some more funding. So if that infrastructure bill does include uh, additional broadband build out, we will definitely be, you know, looking in that area because, you know, we have, we have underserved and unserved, uh, you know, a lot of municipalities now want quicker speed well, first, let's get some speed to the folks that don't have it. But uh, I mean, we're working on it. So that's an area we hope, along with our sewer project, that that new infrastructure bill will give us some funding assistance. No, absolutely. And, you know, in, in speaking about broadband, um, it is exciting to hear that the federal government is looking to earmark 
about $50 billion nationwide for broadband. So hopefully that bill passes. Uh, hopefully that money gets in the hands directly to county governments, right? Because certainly, uh, to your point, you guys are looking and, and you're not the only county out there, but you're looking to partner with your municipalities to maximize and really leverage those, those federal dollars. And that's, that's yeah, what counties do. Exactly. Right? And it's so important to these small businesses that don't have to like, we cannot survive without, I mean, you can't, I mean, look at our sales tax revenue. It's coming from internet sales. So you know what, if you don't have the ability, you know, to have that internet and that connectivity, it creates issues of long-term financial issues for counties. So, I mean, that, that's important to build in the federal government. I hope every county in New York state gets their fair share. Yeah, great. Well, well, thank you very much, County Executive, for joining us, spending some time to uh, tell our listeners a little bit about what's going on in Chemung County. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you on and, and talk to you about all of the neat, innovative things going on uh, in the Southern Tier. You know, thank you, Ryan. Thank NYSAC for everything they do. You know, counties couldn't do what they do, you know, what without the assistance of NYSAC. You know, that's another thing the public probably doesn't realize. I can pick up the phone and get any piece of information to help me run the county from NYSAC because, they, you know, they're a clearinghouse and they have that data. And, you know, and you guys have a great staff. So thank you for everything that you do. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of County Conversations. For more county-focused resources on ARP funding, visit NYSAC.org. For more episodes of the podcast, visit NYSAC.org slash podcast and subscribe to stay up to date.